0: Welcome to the Assemble Dance Studio Podcast, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in growing and running your dance studio. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm a dance studio owner and business coach, helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go-to dance studio in your area want to join my signature studio growth webinar, sign up for my free webinar, The Complete Roadmap to Dance Studio Growth at studiocoaching.com forward slash roadmap. Now sit back, relax and enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes released weekly. Hey guys, it's Claire here and welcome back to another episode of the Assemble Dance Studio Coaching Podcast. In today's episode, we are going through the three ways to repurpose your Zoom dance classes or your pre-recorded dance classes that you have been recording during lockdown or any type of restrictions that you have been following. So in this episode, I'm going to touch on three ways that you can use it in a free way, if that makes sense. So not necessarily making you money in your business, but it can have a flow and effect, of course. And then in next week's episode, I'm going to touch on another three ways that I think that you can use your Zoom dance classes or your pre-recorded dance classes or recordings in any way to make more money in your business and add an income stream. But for today, let's start with three ways to repurpose your Zoom and pre-recorded dance classes. Point number one is social media. So it's always, always tricky to have up-to-date socials and it can be a struggle. I know you know on top of everything else we have to do as studio owners it's sometimes so difficult to find the time to sit down and spend to plan and create all of this social content that really in our heads can sometimes only be used once and seen once and then forgotten so with the, that in mind it's amazing that the amount of content that we have already created with our pre-recordings so with our zoom lessons and our recordings depending on where you are in the world you could really have hundreds of hours of footage at this point. Now, I'm not saying for you to sit there and go through all of those hours of content and try and find bits that you like or funny bits or really amazing bits. You could essentially if you're still doing any type of Zoom classes or recordings, you could make a note when you're doing those classes to cut that certain segment or maybe you know you have someone helping you with the studio who could go through a couple of different zoom lessons or you might even be able to look at your notes and see you know what you covered in which zoom lesson and then go from there But essentially, you could use clips of the kids dancing, of the instructors teaching a certain step or dancing themselves. You could use certain sections of warm ups, you could use dances or cool downs. Then you could trim those clips, you could add your logo to make it branded and look really lovely. And then bam, you've got a heap of video content that can go out onto your social channels each and every single week (laughs) for probably years to come. So, and with that in mind as well, you could repurpose that content on your YouTube into IGTV, on Reels and so much more. Now, another thing, if you've got a blooper or something that's a bit funny, I think that can be even better because people are really looking to laugh and love to engage with you know funny content and looking for ways to connect, and I know myself when we shared a bit of a bloopers reel at our studio, when we um, luckily were able to wrap up our uh, Zoom lessons uh, last year. We got a heap and heap of people connecting and commenting and liking and laughing, so that was really cool. So that's just a couple of ways you could use that on your social media. The next way is on your website, and uh, sadly, and. I, you know, I've been guilty of this in the past too, and you know, sometimes guilty of it regularly. Our websites are generally neglected, so I'm hoping that you know, at least a couple of times a year, you're reviewing your website and making changes and updating it. Now, if you've gone years without updating it, I'm not shaming you, absolutely not, but I want you to make that a priority when you get a chance soon to go and at least have a bit of a, a look and a check that the information is up to date. But I know for a fact that generally sometimes websites can be the last thing that we update, even though they are one of the main places we send people to when we are trying to enroll new students. So something to keep in mind. But if we're doing an update, it's always exciting to add new content and to add ways to keep people entertained and on our web pages for as long as possible. So again, some of those clips that you've already cut up for the previous step that I mentioned, you could you know, have those on certain pages of the website or essentially you could even cut up some clips to show people... Different or certain genres. So I'm not sure uh, if your parents are anything like mine, but sometimes when we have a new parent come to the studio, they're really not sure like what the difference is between jazz and hip hop or what the difference is between ballet and contemporary or what the difference is between contemporary and lyrical. And whilst obviously we do our best to explain it, sometimes the easiest and the best way to do that is just to provide a really quick visual uh, representation in in the voice and the brand of your studio, because obviously you know you can Google it, but sometimes the things that come up, for instance, when you Google hip hop dancing, is very different to say what you might be teaching a six year old. So something to keep in mind, and that could be a really great way for people to kind of see what you have on offer and what it might be for their child. Another thing that you could do is to create a highlight reel with, you know, a voiceover of you as a studio owner or if you don't really want to record your voice, it could be some, you know, royalty-free music over the top. It could be a range of clips with your, you know, dancers dancing, with your teachers teaching steps, little clips of all different things and that could be used on your website just to give people a little bit of an overview of your studio, your values, the feeling that you have within your dance studio. studio as well as you know what you've been up to recently and now depending where you are in the world obviously only virtual classes is not a great representation of your studio in general but you know if that's what you have at the moment it's still for a lot of students will be really something that they love to be seen in and it's really a reflection of the time that we're in right now so when you're doing that, you could put that on your homepage and again, if you're even including um, a little intro with you at the start, it's a really great way for you as the business owner to you know, be standing in front of potential clients and introducing your studio. Whilst you are doing your updates and adding some of your Zoom recordings and repurposing your content, I really encourage you as well to just have a look through your website and update your web pages and ensure your text and everything is up to date because like I said it can get really behind very quickly so it's always good to make sure all your links are working that what you have on offer is you know what's up there uh, that any you know freebies or free trial links that you have are working and that your timetable is up to date. Now my last point for today and in the three ways to repurpose your zoom or pre-recorded dance classes is for your studio's curriculum. So It's really something that I find I put off going over the curriculum because it's such a big job. And by curriculum, I mean different to the syllabus. So for instance, at my dance studio, we use a syllabus called the Australian Teachers of Dancing, and that's like the, the set content that we do our exams with. Um, and that our teachers have to teach our students sitting their exams. But when I refer to curriculum, I'm referring more to maybe what we would know as like our recreational students or our students who are not taking exam classes or what we still want our exam students to learn aside from their exam content. So for some people, this might be really easy and they might already have a great curriculum that they have and they are using you know, every single week for them and their teachers. Or you might be a little bit like me and have one, but, you know, not totally obsessed with it and still looking for ways to update it or ways to share it with your team. So, It can be easy to create just like a Google Doc or, you know, lots of text to share with your teachers, but I'm thinking a great way for you to be able to update your curriculum is to review all of the content, or not all of the content, but review the content that you have and look at how you can repurpose that into your curriculum. So if you have warm-ups that you think are great or corner exercises or combinations or a way that you teach a certain step that you're really proud of or you have another teacher that really talented and teaches hip-hop in a really amazing way, repurposing that content by cutting and then creating little clips to share with any new teachers or any teachers coming on board or teaching a new style is a great way to essentially create a curriculum That can be shared for years to come. And obviously, when we have a baseline curriculum, in my opinion, we're having a baseline of expertise, a baseline of standards. And as a studio owner, if you're stepping away from teaching all of the classes or, like I said, bringing on new teachers, you can really Sort of rest easy knowing there's a certain level of standard that you expect across the board, and for maybe younger teachers or teachers with less experience, is a great way to have, um, you know, content for them to be able to refer to and learn and add in their classes. So like I mentioned, there were already so many recordings that you have of warm-ups and dances and stuff, but you could really go through and curate these and edit and cut them and even like save to Dropbox or a Google Drive and then again, create a curriculum or a training guide or whatever you like to call it for new teachers that can be used for years to come. So those are three ways that I think that you can repurpose your Zoom and your pre-recorded dance classes for, you know, in free ways that aren't necessarily making you money straight away or aren't necessarily uh, a new income stream, but we all know that we can get new clients off things like social media and our websites, and by having a really like world-class curriculum, really up-to-date, really fun, really engaging. We're going to keep those students for longer. So even though it's not necessarily a new income stream, in my opinion, it's a great way to continue to grow your dance studio, to make more money in the classroom and to also bring in new clients. Now, again, I know some of you are still in lockdown and some of you still may not be at the studio teaching your classes. And I am Fully aware of how much effort and time and energy it takes to really be maintaining online classes, but it might you might have a bit of extra time up your sleeve to be working on this. So when you head back into the classroom, which is inevitable, even though it might not be the you know the too near future, it'll be in the future nonetheless. um, It would be a great thing to start working on to get you know your social media ready and scheduled, your website up to date and your curriculum ready and rearing to go for when you are back in a studio. Or if you're already back in the studio and you have months and months and months of pre-recorded and Zoom classes, again, I'm sure they're saved somewhere either to um, a Google Drive or the cloud or like me, multiple hard drives here and there to then be able to Repurpose them in any way you desire. So those are a couple of ways uh, I think would be awesome ways to use your content. Next week I'm going to be touching on another three ways to be adding more income streams into your business. So thank you so much for listening today. I look forward to talking with you and speaking with you next week. In the meantime, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Assemblé Dance Studio Coaching, and I will see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Assemble Dance Studio Coaching Podcast with your host, me, Claire O'Shea. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your stories on Instagram and tag the show or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Assemble Dance Studio Coaching. Tune in next week for another episode all about helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business and become the go-to dance studio in your area. See you then.